get a countdown. And it goes on, like, yep. It does. And Kathleen and, and I just sit here looking into each other's eyes. And wait. And wait. And sometimes and wait. it gives us a little extra count. And, and it like, gave us a little hmm. extra today. That's interesting. Well, maybe it's because it knows that I am going to be a mess during this <laughs> podcast. As, as, as I will. I as, don't know. Wait, you you as said you're I not going to cry. I feel better today. I actually am in a really good mood. I'm in a good mood every day for the most part. But like, I have to lay out in the sun. That's what you did yesterday. Yes, I rested yesterday. I, I didn't do anything. I cooked right. an amazing meal for my family last Ooh, night. Girl, what'd you cook? Well, Dale went Share. to Costco on Friday. So he picked up some ribeye. And we just love Costco's ribeye. It's mm. the best. And so, you know, and actually, I have a mom hack at the end of this. I'll tell you about what I do but it's turned out so fabulous and so we had salad arugula with goat cheese and uh, roasted almonds and um, cran- dried cranberries oh, it was tasty it was after really and basically you laid in the pool for a bit yesterday well and I had a little bit of cocktails too so I was like Brooklyn you have to drive me to the store today <laughs> <laughs> I need fresh arugula so she dropped me she took me to the store which was Aww. fine it was cute but that's the beauty of having drivers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And as the children age, there's a lot of good and, you know, not so good things that come with it, but a lot of good things. And one of the things that could be good and not so good is what we want to talk about today. Yes. Because it has been just a overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. It has been. It's been powerful, emotional. I just don't think we were prepared for it. So both of our children turned – well, though, Jack still is turning 18 like in a week or so, right? Uh, 27th. So okay. three more weeks. Okay. And Brooklyn turned 18 <clears throat> in May. But they both graduated from high school. Yes. And I'm glad Jack graduated first so you could prepare me for how emotional it was because I didn't know it was going to hit me. Even though you told me, I wasn't still prepared for those emotions at all. And normally I can lock myself down, yeah. you know, and like kind of gut through stuff. And I have not been able to do that. No. And, and it, you know, oh, I, I I mean, Jack's going to be going to school, like leaving and moving out. And I keep thinking about that. To Tempe. Yes. 45 minutes away. Still. Woo! I Barrett know. Honors College. <laughs> Yay! Cheers! So excited. Yes. Well, and, you know, I see all these moms and stuff that over the years, like see their par- their kids go off to Hawaii or New York or run around, you know, all over the country. Oh, if he were going back east and we looked at school and he got accepted to schools back east, he got accepted to UMass Amherst, which is super hard to get into, especially out of state. And he got the same, um, uh, what's it called, scholarship that would have matched in-state tuition. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I was nervous, but he... He didn't, I don't know, he didn't, he didn't choose it for Well, he's like, I've never been through a winter. (laughs) No. Well, this is the child who literally didn't know until like six months ago what heat was. He thought he's like, like air conditioning. We're like, yeah, like air conditioning, except it's the opposite. And it's what keeps the house warm. He didn't know. He didn't know until six months. So anyway, so the graduation I knew was going to be, I knew I would have some emotions around it. Mm -hmm. And I... It wasn't until I got to the actual graduation um, and that was at State Farm. So it's at like where the Cardinals play. Mm-hmm. And they did a beautiful job. It was actually a really – it was it was a beautiful ceremony, um, except for this one whack job woman on the school board that spoke. We were all like, okay, who let the crazy aunt get up there and Aww. start talking? But anyway, so I so we're sitting there. And I'm feeling like emotional. My parents are there. You know, we're all there. Um, oh, by the way, Sam was like, no, I'm supposed to work today. I'm what? Like, you're not working. I'm yeah. like, you're like, I don't, I, 
I don't yeah. why, know why I'm having this conversation with you. You're right. not working. Well, I had to tell Brooklyn like 30 days in advance. I'm like, okay, don't forget to take your graduation off. Like ask for the time off now because they, you can't, you're not You can't gonna... wait until the day before like, no. like Sam Corning. Oh, I need to get my shift covered. I'm graduating from high school today. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be like par for the course. You know, it's so funny when we were young and trying to get our shifts covered, like you had to call everybody and now they have like apps that they log into and they like release their shifts and people can pick them up or post oh. and stuff. I know. I was like, that's schmancy. Oh, man. I remember calling and begging. Hey, I know. Can you then please? and now. This hey. this like goes back to our oh, then, the and, then now and now podcast. one. I know. Yeah. I liked mm-hmm. that one. That was a good one. That was fun. So... So I'm sitting there and I'm I'm pretty much like keeping it together. You know, I've been emotional. I knew I was feeling emotional, but I'm like, okay, I'm, I got it. I'm I'm holding it together. And then I get a text and I look down and it says, where's hot Nicole? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? So it's my friend, my friend's Jane, um, who is Susan's sister. So my friend Susan, who passed away nine years ago when her daughter was nine and Jack was nine and... They're in, they, they have gone, they've grown up together and they're, mm-hmm. and, and it hits me that Caroline's graduating right? and that Susan's not there. And, um, anyway, so Jane, I get, a, I, I, I tracked Jane down. I sat up like a little, like a little like Beacon. groundhog. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, where like, I'm right looking around and I saw Jane and then it just, and then it was like all over, I know. you know, cause I'm like, here's Caroline. You know, and it was funny, you know, that's what happens when I am feeling overly emotional. Like I get very compartmentalized mm-hmm. and I knew Caroline was graduating because she just had her prom like two weeks ago and right. I had texted her and I'm like, hey, can you send me some pictures of you prom? Aww. And uh, I just want to see you in your dress. She was gorgeous, by the way. Yeah. Um, but that I like from that moment on and I was trying, I tried really hard to like stay in the happy place, but I, it was like, no, it. And I'm turning 49. I know. There's so many things this whole month of May. It's been it, – and then I had a, another friend who lost his adult daughter um, that was awful. And then we had a family friend, like, who basically, like, helped, you know, was, like, a, you know, a big brother figure to my husband died. I mean, it, it's been a real – oh, I didn't even tell you this. And then my mother drops on me casually on Mother's Day. She's like – Oh yeah, and Dr. LaCortia died. He was like my therapist. Oh my god. Growing up. I know. And I loved I did love Dr. LaCortia. So it's just I'm like you know what's weird? I had a, my twenty-fifth birthday was a mess. Really? Yeah. Cause I had all these ideas in my head about like that I would be like, I don't know, engaged or married oh, and yeah. like ready like, to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And I would like know what I wanted to do with my life. And and everything was shifting when I was twenty-five. And I, anyway, and now 49, I feel like everything's shifting again. So I, and you know, I, I get, I, the more I thought about this podcast and like talking about all of this, the more, or the angrier I got with myself because I'm feeling very selfish and very self-focused. No. Okay. I know where you're coming from on that. Cause I felt the same way. And I was telling Dale, you know, and I said, I know this isn't about me. I know this is about Brooklyn. I know this is about her graduation and what her choices and what she's going to do, but I can't help but feel, and I even told you this, left out a little bit. Like she didn't help me make certain decisions. Oh. She was doing what she wanted to do and all this stuff. And she just, and I would ask her for her help and ask her and she just would ignore me. And I was super hurt by that. So I think that's interesting and something we should, we should dig into a little bit too about like, it's not about us, but also how your kids act feeds into how you're feeling. So like I, and 
So I've always said to Jack, ever since he was, I don't know, like little, I said, I never worry about you. Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. does, he does stupid things. Don't right. get me wrong. He does right. stupid things. I worry about him on like a normal level, but in, I don't worry about him in life. Like right. he's got a great personality. He, yeah. If he sees something, he goes yeah. after it. Like it, he's got all this stuff. And so I don't worry. So I guess that's maybe freed me up a little bit to mm-hmm. be more, um, selfish right now. And so I'm really trying to like force myself to think about him and how exciting. And cause when I think about him, I am excited, Yeah, you know, and he's enthusiastic and he's hopeful about the future. And that's awesome. I, I remember those days, you know what I mean? Like it, you're just like the whole world's out there. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And, yeah, right. Like, and I, th- it's like choose your adventure book. But I think that Brooklyn, and I don't think Brooklyn is I don't know that, but no, you'd have to tell me, but I don't feel like Brooklyn is necessarily like depressed, but I think she is, she's approaching graduation in a different way. Like Mm -hmm. she, she's feeling more disconnected from it Mm -hmm. and that's making you feel disconnected from her and from what's going on. Right. Right. And that's also a coping mechanism. Yeah. Right. Like when, I mean, just like when I'm feeling big, things or when you're feeling big things, like she's feeling big things, but she's kind of disconnecting a little bit. Well, she's very introverted also. You know, Mm -hmm. it's even like when we went to the store yesterday, I can ask her a million questions and they're always yes, no. Yeah. That's my Sammy. Maybe. I don't know. And I'm like, you know, tell me, talk to me. Like I talk to my mom about everything all the time. You know, and another thing that I really think about also that's different between my mom and I's relationship versus Brooklyn and I's relationship is that my my mom and I were best friends and right hand, I was her right hand person. So I was always, we were always together. Kathleen, we need to go run errands. Let's go. Kathleen, um, I need to go shopping for something or I need to go pay a bill. Come with me. And I was with her all the time. And I was always but when I have to run errands I'm like hey Dale I'm gonna go run errands you want to come with me or you know let's go do this this and this and I don't include her in any any of that stuff and so I think that's a huge that's a whole shift that I um, recognize the difference between my relationship with my mom and my relationship with my daughter well but you you did that for for good reasons. I mean, your mother did it because she only had you like you were like her surrogate spouse. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily the healthiest or best thing no, for you. Not at all. Right. Um, and that's not, I, Hey, I am not blaming your mother. Like mm-hmm. I, you would have been my fucking ride or die too. I if I had been your mother, <laughs> like don't, don't get me wrong. I would, I, I would be in her same exact shoes yes. if I were, if yeah. I were, had been in her position. I mean, yeah. I remember when I turned 16, she's like, you have to get a job. You have to help pay bills. Like that's not an option. Like we're barely sur- surviving as it is. And you know, my measly couple hundred bucks, you know, every couple weeks or whatever. No, but you it know? It's a difference. It did, definitely. I mean, I would give everything to her. It's not like I even saved anything. It just straight went to her. Right. We had a, we had a joint checking account when I was 16 years old. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's not that you – like maybe the language shouldn't be about how you, you didn't leave Brooklyn out. You let Brooklyn have a childhood mm-hmm. because you had a stable relationship with a person yeah. who was her father. Right. And, you know, you – that's appropriate, Right. So it's, it's, but she also, she had some real nasty girl shit go on. Yeah. She really did for her junior, for most, I think the end of her sophomore year and all of her junior year, junior year. Sorry, I'm battling a cold. So I feel like stuffy a little bit. And 
And, and I also am forcing us to drink champagne because I, I was know. like, I had every intention of doing this sober. And then I was like, I was thinking about it this morning and I'm like Googling stuff, you know, my bad research and totally started tearing up, which isn't like me. Right. And I don't like that. Right. I actually don't. like. I mean, I. Well, I full on cried yesterday because I was going through stuff. I was going through some of Brooklyn's things, kind of organizing stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, like, here it is again. Like, I can't stop. Every time I think about her graduation, I immediately get emotional. It's um, so I think I, it's funny. I called my brother um, who has, you know, his daughter just turned three. And I said, you know what, buddy, you better start preparing now because he (laughs) is not as in command of his emotions as I am. Mm -hmm. And he's way into his child, like as you know, and I'm not saying that in any kind of weird, derogatory way. We were all we were all that way. I mean, like, remember, like you would take the kids swimming for the day. They'd come home. They'd have their food. And they'd take their naps or we'd watch movies. It was like constant, you know, whatever movie of the week, Princess of the Frog or, you know, Monsters, Inc., any of that stuff would just be on constant repeat. And I love taking them to the movies and doing all that with them. So, yeah, it was well. And yeah, and that's been part of it. It's interesting. Like I this this whole year has just been kind of like I feel like building to this, Mm -hmm. you know, where Jack's leaving and. Turning 49 is weird because it just feels like... Is it like turning 20? You're an adult, but you can't drink yet? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm now I'm almost 50. You know, is that... Are we technically middle-aged now? And by yeah, the way, I we're think, the same age I right know. now. <laughs> I think I think we're, I think think we're we're technically middle-aged like a little bit ago. I mean, I think like, you know, middle-aged means you're in the middle of your life. So at 45, that means yeah. you would have lived till 90. Well, the other day... Statistically, which we will, because we're married and we're healthy. Right. It's just, it's a weird statistic. But. So what's really funny is yesterday I said, oh, one week ago today I turned 48. And I was like, I thought you were turning 47. <laughs> I'm like, no. You're like... I just finished that train. I'm on the next one. Bless your heart. I know. He's like, no, I know. I just didn't think about it. I go, well, I couldn't remember I was 47 the whole year. I'm like, am I 47? Six or 48 I could never like remember I was 47 because I don't care about the age thing it's just you know well and I don't care about the age thing either mm-hmm. I just feel like it's this life shift right. and you're you actually I didn't even think about that but when the kids were itty bitty and even like through like elementary school all even, the way up until like middle school yeah even like somewhat beginning of high school I mean I you know even until probably like you know, March when Sam got his license, you know, I was still waking up at 5 a.m. to drive him to football practice. And, you know, and I I just felt very involved, you know, and they both had, um, you know, Jack had lacrosse and he was learning how to fly a plane. And, you know, we just like there was a lot of like juggling going Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. with my. So I was busy all the time. And I feel like since March, I just have had like I don't have that that craziness that mm-hmm. I don't have to drive mm-hmm. anyone anywhere. Right. They're all, they're very self-sufficient. Well, now that they're on summer break, it's like all of June is open finally. Cause like May, I, I said it was like April 30th or something. And I was like, May is going to be a nightmare. You know, we had a business trip 
we went on. Yep. We had Brooklyn's 18th birthday. We had I had another business trip in the Midwest to go to, and then we came back, and it was literally it was like Monday, Tuesday, I'm in Missouri, and then Wednesday's Bailey's uh, eighth grade graduation party, and then Thursday Brooklyn graduated from high school, and then Friday was my birthday, and it was just like it it could, the whole the whole month was like that though. It was like fast forward and furious, and I was just like, what is happening right now? And thank God I took that Friday off my birthday because I was like. I know after this whole month and everything, I just am going to need a, a down day. And so I'm literally, awesome. I've never done this in my life before. I'm literally counting down days to my, um, till I go away. Because yes, like for, your, for, for my vacation. For my vacation. Yes. I, I've never done that before. And it's, it's not, it's not work. Like I just need some time to just. For yourself. It's decompression. You know, you, we, Go, 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 make sure everything's in order for our children, for work, for each other, you know, just making sure all the bases are covered. It's really important to have that downtime. And so when Dale asked me what I wanted to do for my birthday, I go, honestly, I just want a staycation. I don't want to travel anywhere. Yeah. I don't want to go anywhere. I just want a staycation. I want to sit at a pool and rest because I'm finding that that's helping me recharge. See, and I'm better when I'm busy. So like May was already crazy. But I like added crazy. Yeah. Right. Like, like I was like, let me add a speaking engagement oh, onto yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, then even like even now, like I, I got asked to go um, on a trip for like a work related thing to New York that would go like would be during my birthday. And I was like, yep, I'm totally there, you know, and I'm not I look, I'm not against birthdays. I'm not for like big birthdays. I like to celebrate. I'm not a big like celebrator of birthdays, like Mm -hmm. on just like, you know, 49 or whatever. So I feel like, and and that's like a coping mechanism of mine too, for sure. Like just being busy. But the weird thing is, is that you're the point you made, which is it's a, well, it's a coping mechanism of mine to be busy. And by the nature of what's happening, like my youngest gets his license and my oldest is graduating and he's going to turn 18. Like I don't, have the busy that I used to. Right. Well, and I think that's hard. I remember my mom having, like we had to do family therapy once and for a while. And my mom said, what I'm having a hard time is you guys are all independent and doing your own thing. And I miss taking you guys to the beach and playing and breaking sandwiches and sodas and like just hanging out all day. She goes, you guys just don't want to do that anymore. And I now I understand that. And that's another thing that's been hard is not having her around to talk to her about this stuff, you know, about Brooklyn graduating and um, or having her be part of that, you know, come to the graduation, all of that stuff. Well, that's, that's been, been really hard. That's been the toughest part, I think, mm-hmm. is the like people who aren't here. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, you know, I think 49, like you're, you know, we're, you know, I feel, and I've, I've been seeing people drop right and left. I heard another, like, truly, like, lifelong friend of mine just got diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. Um, they caught it early with a mammogram. And it's not the one I told you about. Right. There's another, like, right. and um, I just, I you know, and she's like, well, you know, we're 50. and Or we're about to be 50. And I'm like, fuck, you're right. Like, I don't know. It's just, I well, think it's, it's like, a perfect storm of crazy yeah, going on right now. Right. Like, I'm on the precipice of 50. My kids are like don't need me in the best possible way, and I don't have the busyness to keep me busy. Um, you know, I'm lucky that I am very much in love with my husband, and we have like fun together. But it's also interesting because we lead very separate lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
because that's just what we've right. done. It's just independent. It's like an, and you know, together like Dale, Dale and I, we travel and do, but we do our own thing also. You know, so I know at the end of July, I'm heading up to Washington for a memorial for one of my best friends' um, moms who had passed away this oh, past right, year. Oh, right, right, right. It's a, a life, and she's the one that like picked me up. She, we've been best friends since 13. She's part of my core. My core girlfriends. And yeah. So, and then, like, you know, Nami, she drove six hours that day when she found out what was going on and to be with me that night. And they both came and sat with me in ICU. And we cried like babies. It was hard to be in that. When you were losing your mom. And then Nami had lost her mom and then Becky lost her mom. So all three of us have, have lost our moms, you know, in the last few years. Well, mine's been seven Which is years. like, that's young. Yes. You know, we're still like, I feel like both of my parents were gone by the time I was 40. I, had, I was like 40 turning 41 when I lost my mom. You know what, though? So... You know, my mother, I, and here's the, I haven't actually been turning to my mom too much for help with this. Like I, but I love having my mom around. Don't get me wrong. Like, and she like is a big support, but like, I haven't been turning her t- to her t- too much mm-hmm. um, for like, you know, how do you deal with this or w- whatever? So I don't, I don't know. I Are mean, you going to Ed? <laughs> I, Ed, well, what's wrong, Nikki? I know. What's wrong? What it? No, it's it, it's good. You know, yep. the boys are growing up. What? Yep. It, it, just stop it. Stop yep. being emotional. Exactly. You know. Um, but I, you know, one thing that I am jealous about with you and Dale is I feel like you do a lot of stuff together. And I, I, I wish I had a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. You well, know, you guys just have to plan it. You just have to do it. You know, it's just, you know, we just we we plan things out. Like, okay, now that summer's here, like let's talk about this. We, you know, we booked another Airbnb. Well. Thankfully, it's an Airbnb. Dale's been booking through, and maybe I shouldn't be saying this out loud, but another uh, company, and it they like we had spring break planned, and they canceled us at the eleventh hour, and there was nowhere we could book, so we had to cancel spring break. I, I was, know, and that happened so to mad. us on that same website. It's so crazy. We booked for two weeks down the Cape, and like a month and a half ago, the woman was like, "Um, we're not going to be able to honor that." I was like, "You're what like, how the can literal- we do?" I know. So um, we had already planned on going for Fourth of July. We haven't had any vacation at all. We haven't done anything, and I need a vacation. So I'm not going to count my spring break in Mexico as a vacation, as vacation right? Because you're babysitting teenagers. I, I was babysitting teenagers and making sure like no one like you know died, got thrown in Mexican jail, or yeah. like you know got that alcohol was stressful poisoning. on its own. It was super stressful. It was. <laughs> it is stressful traveling with the kids, especially to Mexico because they can drink. And you're just like, please don't do anything dumb. I'm, I always tell my daughter, have you heard of Natalie Holloway? Oh, yeah, you know, that's a good one. You know, I'm like, please pay attention. You know what's shows. funny, though? Like, we went to Ireland. And in Ireland, people were like, here, just have a drink. To, to my Both of my children, not just Jack. They were yeah. like, have a drink. Your parents are no big deal. Have a drink. And they were like, no, 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 no. Jack finally broke down and had like two ciders one night. <laughs> um, but um, but then he goes to Mexico and Jack's like, woohoo. Well, the, those Miami Vice skits, yeah. You know, the kids were all about the Miami Vice. And I, I told this story in one of our podcasts. Oh, the Miami Vice. Yeah, those. Yeah. Dr- I was drinking those. <laughs> I was like, do you have that thing where it's a pina colada? And it's a strawberry daiquiri. They're like Miami Vice. Yes. Coming right up, lady. So funny, but... I think it was mostly sugar. I don't think there was that much alcohol in them. No, yeah. Which is smart. Yeah. Um, Well, they don't need a lot of alcohol. They're low tolerance. Well, no, for me. Oh. (laughs) I'd be going back to the room, like, adding a little extra. But I didn't need that much either. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I was glad. I was like, okay, thank God they're kind of like... 
anyway. So, I love my mimosas. Like, we try to do mimosas when we can. I just love them. They're refreshing. Yeah. I mean, mimosas are good, but, like, I'm going to have to take a nap after I drink this, like, Prosecco. <laughs> but, like, I had um, – yesterday my mom met me for um, for brunch, just the two of us, and, um, and she got all emotional, too. I'm like, God Aww. damn it, Mom, stop. Because um, I am emotional. Where did you guys go? There's this new place called Brunch in oh. Cape Creek, and oh, it's really? awesome. Is it? Oh, my I God. Love, brunch is my favorite. And, I love brunch. And the funniest thing is, so me, Pasquale, and Joe go there a ton, uh-huh, uh-huh. and they have this thing on the uh, menu, this item called the Hot Italian, and every time <laughs> I see it, I go, Pasquale, that reminds me of you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Cheers. Cheers. Press and hold for yes. ha- happy Pride Month. It is Pride Month. I don't think it is a coincidence that I was born during Pride Month. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think so either. Um, I and, love and Pride I, Month. you know, I saw something on. Oh my gosh, I have the funniest thing to send you. So, what is it? Okay, it's this guy from Boston. Okay. And, and he's like, you know, he calls Target. Um, like, Ta- like target. target target oh i went to target <laughs> i went to target i went so to target there was this guy this this redhead ginger man and he like they call it stitch when you like show a video and then you stitch yourself in okay so he's showing this video of this guy who's like a ginger redhead with all of this like fanny pack rainbow like pride stuff okay and he goes so this guy from boston stitches in he goes you know i thought that leprechauns liked rainbows <laughs> Because the guy was saying about he was being like anti-trans because Target has all this stuff that you know that's the newest controversy that's out oh, there. Oh, he was making fun of the guy. He totally was, and he Send was it like, to me. "Yeah," in the it, Boston accent. Yes. And oh, he goes, I thought leprechauns like yes, rainbows. Exactly. That's exactly it. And he was like, <clears> you know. <throat> anyway, he 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 goes off on this whole tangent, which you know was good. I liked it. It was you hilarious. Know, it's so two of my favorite things: a good old Boston accent mm-hmm. and pride. Yes, and making fun of homophobes. I know. And actually, one of our friends it's so funny he posted he said um here's to pride month i hope all of you like all of you homophobic people are super uncomfortable yes i saw that too well and i saw another something that was like you know let's stop focusing on love is love and let's start focusing on um that our like our queer friends and youth are in danger yeah like they really are right oh did you see that um there was a federal judge that overturned the law in tennessee yes because remember folks the Mm -hmm. the the anti-drag laws Mm -hmm. are not about drag they are about um they're about criminalizing trans people it's just ridiculous. So don't, don't, do not, don't, don't, they, oh, also, goddamn Wanda Sykes. I saw this. I like, love Wanda you, Sykes. So there's like this meme of her where it's like, it's from her comedy show, which I have to watch. Uh-huh. She's amazing. Yeah. But she says something like, you know what? Until a drag queen breaks into an elementary school and kills eight kids with a copy of To Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. Yes, exactly. And we are. But, but don't, but don't think this is just about what you like surface level. Right. Like they are trying to criminalize people actually existing. Right. Well, we need to have uh, Joan Pasquale on for, we'll have to do a Pride podcast. Mm-hmm. I, we always love doing that They've every just, year. Actually, you know where we should go? Mm. Oh my God. Maybe, well, we should go to, um, we should go to um, Palm Springs with them. Oh, that would be fun. Oh my God. They're like, 
I I am so in love with Palm Springs. It's mm. definitely where I'm going to like probably retire to I love and do Palm my golden Springs so much. Yes. Oh my god. They have the it's... best. We I remember we take the kids when they were young and we usually when we would travel to California with young ones, we would stop in Palm Springs. Sometimes we'd spend the night there or like they had this beautiful Marriott out there somewhere mm-hmm. like, you know. So we'd stay there and it was so much fun, but we'd go into Palm Springs for They have the best restaurants. By they the have way. the best yeah. restaurants. And the best brunch and mimosas and all kinds and of And they have the best bars they have so sixth street is like it's all these it's all gay bars i love when i ever see the pride flags i'm like we're going in here <laughs> yeah you're like this is my place yeah. um no and we had so charlene and i went with them and they have um so joe and pascal go to this one bar called the street bar uh-huh. which is um it's like people it's like men our age you know and older and um they played all 80s music and the bartenders are like the loveliest just wittiest, sharpest guys. That's so, so awesome. So amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and everyone was just awesome there. Nice. Like we just we had such a good time. That's so fun. Um anyway, um, I don't know how we got off. But I anyway, see, this is this is another I'm like, let's talk about pride instead of my emotions. Right. So but so um, okay, so talk about what Brooklyn's going to do, because I talked about what Jack's yeah, going to do. Yeah, so we're going to um, – oh, and I have to quote one of my friends, too. So mm. Brooklyn decided that she's going to stay home for the first year, maybe even a half a semester, and start at Scottsdale Community College. Or you half know, a year, just a semester. Yeah, yes. half a year, rather. And so um, she, so she's trying to figure out what she wants to do. And I'm like, look, you don't have to rush off to a four-year. And I'm kind of glad because she you just turned 18. There's some still some maturity, I think, that needs to build, you know, and um, – God bless the kids and parents that are like, they know what they want to do and they're going for it. But not all kids are that way. And so I'm like, look, you don't have to rush off. Stay home. Get your basics done. Things will fall into place and you can make the decision. And that is a true statement. Yeah. That is a true statement because not every kid is ready to just run off and, you know, go to a four-year school. And it's, quite frankly, an enormous an enormous waste of time, energy, and money. That's exactly it. And actually, I have to tell you, so I one of my girlfriends was at the graduation because her nephew graduated from the same school Brooklyn did. And <clears throat> she said, oh, what is Brooklyn going to be doing? And I said, oh, she's going to stay home for a year, go to Scottsdale Community College. And she's like, she said, that is so smart. I keep telling Ryan, there is no one path and you have to change your mind as much as you... Wait, hold on. Let me start over. She said, I keep telling her daughter, there is no one path in that you get to change your mind as much as you want. Many adults are still figuring out their paths. Just don't get pregnant or go to jail. Those are game changers. <laughs> I was like, sound advice, mom. Sound <sighs> advice. Sorry, when I started reading the, pod- uh, the quote, it was cut off. And I was like, oh, I have to click on it. So honestly, I'm I, like, I did a similar thing with Jack. Like Jack, Jack's ready. Like Jack's ready for a four-year school. But I did a whole spreadsheet of the colleges that he applied to. And I'm like, we will pay, we'll cover in-state costs Mm -hmm. for any school you go to. Right. Like we're going to cover that same amount anywhere. So you could either go in-state and graduate with zero debt, or you're going to graduate with some debt going to these other schools. Right. And so I did a whole spreadsheet because he he got into everywhere except for Boston College. Mm -hmm. Um, And he got great scholarships everywhere. That's awesome. But I did the you know, how much he'd be taking out in student loans and then what a 10-year repayment would be on those student loans. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I know he's – it's not his top, top choice, but he did say it was a second choice. Um, So he's going to Barrett ASU. That's awesome. ASU, every college, almost every college has like a quote-unquote – 
and I am doing air quotes because it's a like an honors college, mm-hmm. but most of them are virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Michael Crow is the president of ASU in like the 90s said, we're going to actually carve out a college campus. So there's literally a small liberal arts college campus in the middle of the ASU campus. So mm-hmm. you have like a tier three research university and, you know, division one football and basketball and you have all the resources of a, of a huge university, uh-huh. but you have this small college um, experience and they have their own dorms, they have their own meal so place. Awesome. And so Jack, you know, ended up going there. And there was actually one column I kept wanting to add because I had talked to another dad and he had added an ROI, return on investment. Oh, So like if you went to, I don't know, let's, let's say you went to MIT versus ASU, right? Mm-hmm. What's your return on investment for your degree when you graduate? Meaning what's your starting salary right. when you get out of college? Right. So is it is there a huge difference between graduating with your degree out of MIT versus mm-hmm. ASU? So mm-hmm. anyway. And Jack's already, he hasn't even started classes and he's already changed his major. <laughs> You're like, and here we go. Here we go. Oh, gosh. So he, I, he changed from psychology to neuroscience oh or neurobiology that's awesome something anyway that's very cool a science yeah he wants to be a scientist that's so, good anyway we'll see i mean today he does anyway so my point is and you know and it's so weird i you know i don't understand why more people don't send their kids to the state schools i mean i like I, unless you have all of the money mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. um so your kid doesn't have any Debt? debt i'm like why wouldn't they just anyway i i just i don't understand that right well you know the whole thing is is you just hope that once they get there and, and jack will probably change his mind brooklyn's <clears throat> trying to figure out what she wants to do she's she likes architecture she's talked about psychology so i'm like just get in get your basics done doesn't matter what you and, graduate with and not only that but the scottsdale community college i'm like they have clubs they have other things like go get involved you know you where you know she worked a lot she'll she'll work a lot now you know and she's like you know I want to go out of state you know when she decides to go but I'm like whatever you want to do just start saving your money period because like I can't support my household and your household yeah. fully Peter calls it 13th grade <laughs> he's like it's 13th 14th 15th and 16th grade and it kind mm-hmm. of is mm-hmm. you know um but it's um and, and I that's the thing like when I think about Brooklyn when I think about Jack I think like hey you know these kids have like like you know they're in good shape yeah. and and I you know I feel good about them graduating mm-hmm. I just feel like as a as a working mom your life is so bananas well we've been focused on everything that they've been doing now there's going to be a part where you know, I anticipate we'll talk every day, you know, like when, I mean, I talk to my mom every day, even as an adult, I spoke to her every day. I would always call her on my way home from the gym. And, um, and that was really hard too, because when she passed away, I would still instinctively grab my phone to call her and just start crying. And then I'd call my husband a mess. He's like, put your phone down and drive home and I'll see you when you get here. Like I will be waiting here with a glass of wine. Exactly. No, it's, um, did did it bring up feelings for you of like what you did wrong? 
like they're graduating because I feel like I'm struggling well, a lot with that. Well, not oh, <clears throat> like regrets of what we for yes. our kids. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. I'm like we should have done this more. That's where that feeling came from. Like my mom spent so much time with me. How come I didn't spend so much time with Brooklyn? Well, and I started thinking about it, I'm like because I have my husband, you know, and my mom didn't have anybody, so that's why I spent so much time with her. And what Brooklyn's going through, that <clears throat> is normal. <throat> you know, she's not supposed to be attached to my hip at 18 years old. No. But what's really funny is I went. Um, um, Dale and Bailey had to go run errands um, last weekend, I think. Mm-hmm. So, or maybe it was after work. I can't remember. Anyway, so Brooklyn was in Bailey's room watching a movie, and so I crawled into into Bailey's bed, and I was kind of like laying with Brooklyn, and I was like hugging on her and giving her kisses. She's like, "Mom, I'm not a baby." I go, "You're always gonna be my baby. I don't Aww. care if you're 18, 28, 38." Aww. You know. You know what's been really sweet? Jack is, I think. He must be feeling emotional too, and he's very tuned into me. And mm-hmm. he he might even be picking up on how emotional I am, but he keeps like giving me hugs and like on his own coming over, giving me kisses like on top of my head. Like mm-hmm. he's just you know. I, well, I, how are you going to handle with him going to school? I mean, you know, like you know, he's going to have more independence. He's going <clears> to <throat> be going like to the parties, stuff like that. Is like worries me. You know, I get worried about that because listen, parties weren't today are not what they were then. We have fentanyl to deal with, like all the stuff. And I just worry about that. I do worry somewhat. But also, you know, Peter stopped drinking, you know, because he was an alcoholic in, you know, in 2021. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it was very formative years for the boys. And we've been very honest with them. Mm -hmm. So I think it gives the boys pause. Okay, good. And and I've talked about addiction since they were itty bitty mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, Peter's family has addiction, my family has addiction and um, you know, so th- I I feel like you know, I, I mean, anyone look, my friend whose daughter just passed away, I think probably struggled with addiction mm-hmm. and He's one of like the best guys ever. Like he's, I I would call a sponsor of me in the industry. Like mm-hmm. has like a, like asked me to be on committees. Like promoted me. Been like a huge cheerleader for me. Right. Um, and so here's like someone you would think like you know like any daughter would be thrilled. And I'm sure his daughter is thrilled to have him as a dad. But it's like if he can raise a daughter that has challenges with that, like it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't matter how good of a parent you are, no, I guess. It's true. Like it doesn't, it's, it's you know. It's those outside influences that get them. Outside influences. So um, so I feel like my children have like a sense of the like the dark side and like what addiction looks like and they understand that it's in our family. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that doesn't, you know, I know he smokes pot. You know, I know he drinks. Um, but you know, it's um like but not to excess and not anything right. that's like you know right. I and he does it where we don't see it which is you know yeah I I don't know if that's the best thing either but anyway the, the my point is and you know what it's as much as I'm a feminist it I, I it's scarier when you have a daughter I'm sorry. It is, it is. because more women are victimized than men. It's not saying men aren't victims. You know, it's really funny. I, I just saw this funny video of this, um, these ladies, like, 
college graduates and they're traveling abroad everywhere and they're like, watch us put our feminist hat aside. We're like, uh, excuse me, can you help me carry my luggage up 20 flights of stairs? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, right? No, it's so heavy. I even have difficulties like um, a deal. It's so funny. Like this last trip I went to, I had picked up my uh, carry on and I lifted over my head and I pulled it down. I lifted up again. He goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm practicing it, putting it up on my head. I have to make sure I can lift Aww. it. It was funny. And then when I get on the plane, of course, I'm like, I have to put it on my chair. And this lady's like, are you going to hit me? I'm like, no, no, no. I practice. We're fine. Well, I love that. Like, I, well, because I never check ba- bags. If mm-hmm. I can help it, I mm-hmm. never, ever, ever check bags. And so my my carry-on weighs like a million pounds. Oh. And I, there are always these guys who are like, oh, can I get your um, can I get your luggage down for you? And I'm like, sure. It's someone with the blue tag on it. And then they pull it down and, and you like, see their eyes <laughs> like bulge. You're like, what the fuck does this woman have in here? Like a dead horse? Like what is in this bag? Oh and I'm like, mm-hmm. They're heavy. Yeah. So heavy. So I'm not – I, and like I said, I don't worry about – I worry – my normal parent worry. Yeah. Right? But I don't I I do think he makes good choices. Mm-hmm. I do think he has a good healthy sense of like his limits. Um and but he's not afraid, you yeah. know. So I well, Brooklyn's all about right now because all of her friends are going to be going off to school, so she wants to hang out with them as much as part possible. Mm. And I'm like, listen, you're not. This isn't going to be the summer of partying. Like you, you have to get back to your normal work schedule. Although it is kind of the summer of partying. They yeah. are, I know. And um, and I need you saving your money. Like you've got to get some stuff in order. Like that's your, that's what you need to do. God, so. actually, this just made me think about my summer after senior year. I know. I was thinking about that also and we we did party a lot but it was the eight well it was 90s it was early 90s I graduated in 93 did you graduate in 92 I graduated in 92 but yeah. see my dad went to rehab in Utah for like three months or two months right after I graduated from high school like okay. literally like two days after graduation like I just maybe turned 18 and he got he went to rehab and and in the 90s, like, you didn't talk about that. Right. So it was, like, this big secret. And I was supposed to have, like, the best summer ever. And I was I was supposed to go down the Cape. I had, like, paid to, like, go with my friends and rent a place down the Cape for a week. And I, I ended up going, like, for one or two nights. But I couldn't because I had to work because, mm-hmm. you know, money was a little bit of an issue. And yeah. I was, you know, anyway. So I just – it was – it wasn't a good summer. It was It was a – fucking terrible summer actually my every summer was like that for me so i made the best of it all <laughs> you're, like, you're like whatever when it you know when it rains it floors, is, it is just... what it is you know like this is the challenge today and you know what are we gonna be challenged with tomorrow it was always money you know and i've talked to you before like i mean it got so bad sometimes we had to freaking pawn everything in our house just to make rent and then and we weren't that desperate by any stretch and then at the end i'm like mom we have to get my boom box back <laughs> You're like, I need to play my mixtape somewhere. Oh, how am I supposed to record my rate? But my, this mm-hmm. blows my mind. So I so I turned 18. So I graduated and turned 18. And my dad got caught with drugs at work. And that's why he got sent to this oh. rehab. And, um, and my mother went into this super big depression. And um, so I was the one who, like, had to drive my dad to, like, go get paperwork at his like at his work mm-hmm. to like I don't even know what they did back then and then but I remember having to drive him to like Lynn Massachusetts to get paperwork and then 
um, she wouldn't drive him to the airport. So I had to like drive him to the airport. Oh, gosh. And she just like went into her bedroom. And yeah. I remember my brother was like all mad. And he was young, you know, he was 14 at the time. And I was like, look, we just have to like support dad and we have to like, right. you know, and, and I'm, I was trying to like kind of comfort Sean, but he was so mad. And, um, anyway, and then I had to drive my father to the airport and it Logan, like I wouldn't even let my son drive to Logan now. Like it's <laughs> like, it's awful. And I was like barely 18 and I was an emotional mess, and um, but I wasn't because I, I can usually compartmentalize. And then there's a goddamn song by U2, which is one of my favorite bands. Oh, One, One. Uh-huh, yeah. That, you know how, like, when – so back in the day, kids, we just had the radio, and that was all – and mixtapes. Yeah. So I drove my dad, and I dropped him off, and I was – and then I started sobbing trying to get out of the airport, and I got lost. You end up in, like, Revere, and every station had one playing, like, again – and again and again. And now every time I hear one, I get all teary. Aww. Still. Well, you know, it's so funny. It's like we didn't have Google Maps then. We didn't have like you couldn't even print directions. You you just had to know where you're going. You did. And so like I try to teach the kids like what mile markers mean. You know what I mean? Like this is what a mile marker is. It's not just the stick Wait, on the side. I don't know what room. a mile marker means. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like in between yeah. exits. So, okay. So whenever there's a highway, a right. freeway or highway, it always starts at one okay. and then it goes all the way until it ends like that highway ends oh. and that's the end of it and then in between there it's like every mile is a mile marker of that highway I just think that's where you can like tell someone if there was an accident yes you can do that but that those are also like the free, that's how long the freeway oh, is oh so is that if you are like if you've gone past mile marker like 70 mm -hmm. you've gone too far right or it's like that's 70 miles of that freeway because each freeway has their own you know it'll be like it could be like you know um I, I'm trying to remember the last mile marker on um, in Key West because they're like, this is the last mile marker or whatever. I, I can't remember it now. But anyway, so anyways, I try to teach them what that means. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you get on this highway, then you're already at 30 miles of this highway. Are you trying to teach them cursive too? <laughs> and how to balance a checkbook? I know, I'm right? Just curious. Just curious. She's like, but I'm like, you know, if the if the zombie apocalypse happens, you're going to have to know how to read the grid. Oh, if the zombie apocalypse happens, all the kids are fucked. Okay. And I have to talk to you. Remind me after this. I have to talk to you about that. We, you know, we'll talk about it offline. Why? Because it's really funny. It's just funny how people are like um, – with the zombie apocalypse, like what you would do, like I would totally be gung ho in going for it, like saving everybody. I would like figure out how we're gonna do stuff, and then I have a friend, and we have a friend, and she's like, "Nope, I'd be like, take me zombies. I'm not. <gasps> I'm not doing this. Cool. I'm, not, I'm not gonna say it online. I'll tell you later. Oh, but I was like, no, you're not. I will come and get you, and I will make Kathleen, sure that you. We can't. We can't have someone like that. She's not a super chicken. <laughs> she is, She's not a super chicken. But I was like, we're not letting this happen. You are going to be part of our team. I don't I think know. we want her in our team. <laughs> she's a good friend of ours. She's been I'm, on our podcast too, so. Really? <laughs> I don't think so. I think, I mean, she probably has, but it's like. I know. That's why I was so surprised. I was like, no, we're going to fight. We're going to fight for it. So I'm working on her. Um. Okay. So anyway, so. 
yeah, it's this whole graduation thing is not for the week. It is not. And, you know, I thank God for you because you had you had just went through it the week before. And um, I woke up in a really bad mood that morning. I'm never in a bad mood. Like I I never wake up in a bad mood. I was in a bad mood Uh and I immediately was like, oh, Lord. And I couldn't figure it out. And so then I realized it was Brooklyn's graduation day and I was just feeling overwhelmed with emotions. Uh And it was like the time that we dropped Brooklyn off at pre k i wasn't prepared to drop her off for pre-k i was like go 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 we you know we had just got back from uh our family vacation every year we went up to visit my family and dale's family we just got back the very next day we had to get all the supplies drop brooklyn off and when i was dropping her off and i was like overcome with a w- emotion and i'm like i wasn't prepared for this like i know she's going off to do big girl things now four and a half years old i just was so surprised I felt like that. So again, I wasn't prepared for graduation at all. Really? And, and when I woke up that morning, I had the same feelings I did as if I was dropping her off at pre-K and now I'm getting emotional. Oh, see. Yeah. And so that's... And I, did, and I had Peter drop the whole boys at pre-K because <laughs> I knew I'd be a mess and I'm like, I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not doing it. I'm skipping it. So we, I went to work and Perry comes in. He's like, how are you doing today? I go, actually, I'm having a really bad day. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, Brooklyn's graduating high school today and I'm not prepared for this emotion I really feel awful and he was like you're going to get through it every you know it's a good thing it's a positive thing I I understand that I know that but my body is not telling me that you know so I even text I go I need to talk to Meryl today so I text her late in the day and I'm like how did you do this three times she's like honestly I was a wreck all three times and I told them don't tell me it'll be okay because this is how I feel right now and I'm not okay oh that's a good one yeah so we talked about that and then I would have throat punched anyone who said you're going to be okay I know I wasn't feeling it and then and um, we we had a meeting and then it was you and I and we were wrapping up with another associate at the office and I was like, Nicole, can you stay online and you talk to you? And so it was just you and I and I'm like, I'm feeling awful. I am so emotional. This is such a hard day. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I feel like a wreck. I'm going to start crying and everything's making me cry today. I feel like a lunatic. <laughs> I literally did. And you're like, it's hard. There's, it is hard. There's nothing, there's nothing more I can say about that. I don't think I have any, like, I don't have any better advice than just like, if your kid's three, start prepping now. I, it's I just, just was real. really surprised. And I'm a strong person. I do get emotional. I am like, you know, I do get weepy. I, I just, it's because I love and so passionate about everything, you know, and it's not like if it doesn't go my way, I cry. I just feel that disappointment, that pain. Mm -hmm. of like, oh, it didn't go that way. I have been also surprised that, so typically I can compartmentalize. And then if I do have kind of an emotional reaction, I can like get it together and kind Mm -hmm. of like lock it down and then get back to life. Um, But I guess that's part of it. Like graduating means like I'm not getting back to my life, right? And so I'm, that's, I have been weepy. Like, and I am not weepy. Look, I'll cry at a movie, like I'll cry at a sad story about something else, but like I'll, you know, but I don't, I don't, I don't have like, like tears or sadness about me. So when you were talking about, you know, um, with me about having like, not, well, regrets, but like, you know, what, how, what made you think of that or feel that way? Like, Oh, that's, that's been the hardest is mm -hmm. like, I, I'm like, fuck, I don't. I don't, I mean, I, I did the best that I could. Yeah. But I definitely, do. like, I really fucked some things up. Um, there were a lot of things I, I wish I had done better. Um, 
you know, I think Jack and Sam are really good kids. So I'm like, and, and they're, and they're really like capable human beings mm-hmm. at a young age, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that's it too, is it's like, that was it. Like that was it. Yeah. You, that was your, that, that was you raising kids. I know. And you only get one shot and now we're done. And you now, know, that's, but we're not done. Like ever, I, I mean, cause it's like, you know, you're to your point, like you talk to your mom every day, even as an adult, it's just yeah. that it, it, it shifts. Like it really, oh well, God. And then, yeah, I'm anyway, Jack and Jack just is like, you know, he's really growing up, you yeah. know? Um, there, you know, it is. It's like that Fergie song, you know, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-A-N-T. That's what you know about me. Like they're independent. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love that. I, don't I love that Fergie. Song. Oh, it's, I think it's called MILF money, actually. <laughs> Listen to it. I love, that's like one of my favorite parts. <laughs> oh my God. That is, um, I, I just remember um, G L. A M O R O U. I wonder if that's from like being raised on Sesame Street or Electric Company, you know, Maybe. like that you like spell stuff out. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, so that that's a big part of it too, is it's like, you know. Maybe she says, I heard, you heard about me. I said, you know about me. Anyway. For L- your MILF mis- money. Your MILF money? Yeah. <laughs> I am looking that shit up. I love that song. I don't even know that I it's know that delicious. song. It's Fergie. Oh, I love it. She's, she's really fantastic. She's, she is. I love her. She's but, like the best running music too. Yeah, that would be a good one to run too. There's a, so one of my girlfriends, I remember we were listening to a song and I started to chime in on it. She's like, you know this part? I'm like, yeah, it's actually my favorite part. Uh, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't get in on my rhymes. Like, don't, don't, don't make any problems with the music, girl. Just stand down. Let me sing my part. This is where I'm going to come back and cringe listening to the podcast. Like, why did I do that? (laughs) Oh, my God. Can I just tell you? Okay, so we have the podcast that is definitely embarrassing. But I have that book, you know, that I wrote called The Working Mommy's Manual Uh on Amazon. And somehow, I don't know, I talked about it when I was at the lab meeting last Uh in New York. And two, like, so um, two guys were like, I'm getting your book. I'm supporting you. I'm like, great. Just don't read chapter five, okay? (laughs) I know. And I know it's like the first thing because it's all about sex. Oh, I know. You're just like. It's all about just, you know, having having sex with your husband or whoever you're having sex with. let me ask you this. With Jack, you know, okay, so now that they're adults, like pretty much almost, well, they are. Ish, yeah. What... How do you feel about like the next stages of life? Like pretty soon, uh, you know. For fuck's sake, Kathleen! I <laughs> I'm look, trying to I, process I, all like, of I'm it. I'm trying to prepare. I was hard <laughs> enough preparing for this goddamn podcast. I know, but I then- do not have the bandwidth <laughs> to think about next stages, motherfucker. That's what Shut I've been your doing. Mouth. No, I've had to do that because I'm like, if I wasn't prepared what is for wrong this, with you? I'm thinking about when they get married, Have like you graduate. Heard, heard me compartmentalizing? Now, compartmentalizing, compartmentalizing. That's how I get through life. I'm telling you, like you told Sean, get ready for it. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Because Christ. I'm like, they're going to get married and then, you know, what are their spouses going to be like? And then they're going to have babies and then are they going to live here? Are they going to live away? And how can I handle that? There's all kinds of things because of this that I'm thinking you about. Know what? But I have no, I have no, I have, I have no skin in the game. Like, or what is my trying to say? Like, I don't want them. I don't ha- need them to do anything other than what they are going to do with their lives. Right. Like, I don't need them to get married. Right. 
I don't need them to have children. Mm -hmm. I don't need them to live in this country. Mm -hmm. I don't need them to live in this state. Well, you say that, but then I think once it comes, it's like, you know, you know. No, I'm not saying I won't have big emotions. Right. When any of that, I will, that's, that's two very different things. I will have big emotions about all of those life decisions. Yes. But I don't have any 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 preconceived notions about what I need them to do from here on out. Right, right. Like, I need them to graduate from college, which yeah. I know might be like an antiquated, old-fashioned idea, but I just feel like when you have a college degree, it just makes life easier. And right. it's, and And they have every way to do it. Like, they're, you know, they don't have yeah. to put themselves through school. Right. They don't have to, like, work three jobs like I did. You mm-hmm. know, like, they, mm-hmm. like, it, like, it is really 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th grade. Like, it's... Right. It's fucking easy. So just do it. Get right. it out of the way. And then I don't care what you do. I mean, I care what you do. Right. But I, I also, honestly, the thing that is comforting to me is that I really do feel like I have raised confident, capable, caring children. Well, and the good news is they always have you to come back to if they have questions or qualms about something or having to make a decision. You know, they'll always come back to you and and loop you in there. Yeah. I get I – th- I mean – Probably, probably so. But I think that has been also like, it's a whole turning 49 thing. And then like that they don't really need me anymore. Like mm-hmm. part of it is like, you know, my whole life, it's like, you know, from when I was little, like I felt like I had to like, kind of take care of my parents. And then I had to like, just take care of myself. And then I was taking care of, you know, the kids and Peter. And now, you know, with like the kids being adults and Peter, you know, really having himself together. I like I have had these thoughts of like I like I'm not necessary anymore. Like I don't you, feel I know, but you so are. You very much are necessary and needed even though like that's hard for me too because you know, I'm a nurturer by nature. I've nur- like I'm a nurturer. I need to make sure everybody's taken care of. It's like ingrained in me. And seeing that, like when Brooklyn's like, I'm not a baby anymore. I'm like, yeah, but you still need nurturing. That's like, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you can just put a wall up and like, that's it. No, I get it. And like, even when you're talking about like, you know, you wish your mom were here, etc. Like, I get that. But I feel like, you know, I've always felt purposeful mm-hmm. and like, and necessary and now I feel like my job is done in some way right. like or right. I don't know I and it, well, but, you know but it's because that's like that's what society says your obligation is to get your kids to 18 and then they're on their own that's not necessarily true you know you they you still want to you know uh, give your sound advice and give them parental advice that they don't want or don't think they need but really they're listening oh wait speaking of parental advice I told I told Jack I said I'm gonna do like a uh, like you, I'm gonna do an hour long session with you just about like money mm-hmm. for like for life yeah. and like what you need to start thinking about and doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to find a presentation. I'm sure there's like one well, exists I right now. Loop in. I'll come. I want to Brooklyn. Out well, so I was thinking too. you should bring Brooklyn and um, we you should bring Bailey and I'll have Sam there too. I mean, yeah. they're not too young yeah. for them. No. And then um, I told Jack you should bring you should bring some friends. So anyway, I am gonna I gotta figure that out, but I gotta do it soon because he's like leaving for college in another couple of months. But I know. So anyway, so it's look, this is not for the week. Like it is, it is not for the week. It, 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 so start mentally preparing yourself now, and you know, and I I have a full life. Like mm-hmm. I I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not without things to do or people to do them with. Right. It's just this weird shift. It is a shift. 
It's it absolutely a is a shift. And it's And then we're going to be empty nesters soon. That's going to be another huge shift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, except, you know, if my parents move in. <laughs> and then I'll have like No Pam for you. No Pam. <laughs> no Pam for me. Um actually, I, yeah. So, I don't know. It's um it's been it's been strange. There are things I wish I had done differently. You can't go back in time. Um that's you, know. you do the best that you can do at that moment. You know, and like I said before, my mom, when she was on her deathbed, had a lot of regrets. And she was telling me. And she's like, I feel bad. I was so mean. I'm like, Mom, you weren't mean. You were doing what you had to do. And she she was freaking tough, though. I'm not joking. No, I That's get it. My brother says, my brother always says he's a Marine and he's like, you know, the, the he's like a master gunnery <laughs> sergeant now. Like he made his way all the way up to the top. It's like less than like one or two percent can get to this level that he's in. And he always said um, when he would meet staff sergeants or whatnot and they were like so mean to him, he's like, they were like, what, you're not afraid of me? And he's like, sir, you haven't met my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh my, my favorite God. story. That's awesome. Like, Sir, you haven't met my mother. Oh. She was tough. Oh. She, she meant business. Like, oh. Yeah. Cheers to your mom. Cheers, Beth. Cheers to my this. mom, too. Yes. Cheers to Susan. Cheers to Susan. Mm. And cheers to us. We did it. I mean, there is something to be said about us getting these kids, like, to the spot. I mean, it wasn't easy. You know, Brooklyn. They didn't go to prison. They're no, not pregnant. Not, they didn't get anyone pregnant. Knock on wood, knocking on all They the graduated. Wood. Yes. I mean. And they have huge aspirations. I mean, they really do. They're just. And they you know. do have. I mean, it, it is cool to think about how they have the whole, their whole lives ahead of them. And like the world is their oyster and they can do anything they want. Right. You know, right. anything. Yeah. Except have an OnlyFans page. Just no, I know. Just don't do that. Lord. Please Even don't Even Dale do that. said something about that. <laughs> It was like, I'm like, I, we're not talking about this, Dale. Like, Brooklyn's not going to do that. One of my friend's daughters has one. And she's, like, living her best life. Honestly, like, she's in, like... Do they have an OnlyFans club for 50-year-old women? <laughs> they probably do. They probably I'm do. I'm just joking. But it just cracks me up. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I... Look, so, you do you. If you have an OnlyFans... And I, you know what? And this this friend's daughter, I actually adore. And you know, it's just that she's so smart, and I want. I was always like, she needs to go into medical device sales. Well, hopefully, she's saving her money, or actually, just pharmaceutical sales. I think just like she could be a great mm-hmm. pharmaceutical salesperson. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just uh, every time I think of pharmaceutical sales, I always think of that Will Smith movie. What was that one where he was selling that device? Then he went to work for a brokerage firm and. I did not see that. Oh, gosh. It was something happy. And it had his son in it. I've heard of it. It's good, actually. It's sad. Maybe that's what I'll do with all my free time now. I'll rewatch all the movies I didn't get to watch. I try to get Dale. When I had to watch Monster, Inc. I know. I know. I try to get Dale to watch La Bamba with me. And he's like, no, I'm not watching La Bamba. I'm like, why not? Because I like, I love that story. I was telling the kids the story. We were driving somewhere. And he was like, because I worked in a movie uh, a video show or what, video like, shop video shop and I would constantly have movies on the on repeat forever and that was one of them oh like, it's no it's I can't listen to um what's his name god what is his name seal 
Oh, yeah. I've been kissed by a rose on the... <laughs> Is I that mean, from the Batman movie? Yeah, I think so. Still? Literally, it was on, like, repeat. I cannot listen to it. That's so that funny. and um Bandaleo Bandolea. I It's um Gypsy Kings. Who? Gypsy oh, Kings. Gypsy Kings. Yeah. yeah. On repeat. Mm-hmm. Can't That's do it. So funny. Um I ha- we are now going totally off the rails because now we're like half a bottle in to the Prosecco. I know, I'm loving this though. It's fun. <sighs> okay. Is there anything else we need to go over? Um Should we talk about how the men are doing? Because the men are fucking fine. Oh, my God. They're totally fine. They're fine. I was a weepy mess all day. They're fine. And then I went and I texted one of my girlfriends and I said, I'm having the hardest time with this. And and she was there when Brooklyn was born, like all the stuff. I mean, I was friends with her when Dale and I just got married. So I texted her and she's like, now I'm crying. Like, so she sends me a text. She's like, now I'm crying. I go, see, I know you'd be crying right next to me. And I said, and I told, I said that to Dale because he was sitting across from me and he goes, I'm crying tears of joy <laughs> and I was like of course the you are the only thing that Peter did the day after Jack's graduation he sent me a text in the morning he's like I had the worst nightmare that Jack graduated from high school make it better <laughs> that was the but like he's just been like smooth sailing they and I are. am like I am like so, I'm on I'm on the Peloton crying I know you know well I'm I'm just wondering now do you think it's going to be easier when the second kid's you know, graduate or do you think it's just going to be just as emotional? Well, I don't know because there's part of me that's like it's going to be easier because we've already done it, but then it's going to be harder because then we don't have anyone behind them. Right. I you know, know that he got me on my nose earlier. I oh, felt he him, did? Yeah, a little bug. Okay. It's like bug day. It's like, it's like. In, God, it's, I know. I woke up to an ant infestation at like this little trail under like this, Ooh. under the house, like into my, on my cabinet. And I was like, oh Lord. And. I woke up to Peter like outside with wasp spray and I'm like, what's going on out there? He's like, we had, I, there were two tarantula wasps, which I am now going to look no, up. No, those things are, the tarantula wasps are awful. They, we, I had what are get, they? They're giant. They're like this big and I'm not joking. And they actually get, oh. they eat, they do get the wasps. They're actually, they, oh. I don't know if they sting people or not. They're ginormous. Oh shit. I yes. have seen these yes. hiking. Yes. And I thought they were pretty. No, they're. Because they have orange oh, wings. No. That one is that, but you need a, you need a scale picture. Well, no, they're big. They're huge. um, Hold on. Maybe this is to scale. Oh, what's that? Oh, Oh, it's eating a tarantula. Oh, gosh. I love tarantulas. Those are nice. I do. You know what? They're so nice. Tarantulas got a real bum rap from the Brady Bunch when we were younger. I think it was from arachnophobia. Oh, probably both of those things. But anyways, just so everyone knows, tarantulas are like really nice. Docile. They're like super sweet. They're like, they're like the St. Bernard's of, and they eat all kinds of gross things that you don't want in your house. They don't attack you. They don't. They're actually, they're super, we have one who like occasionally lives in like one of the, um, like, I don't know, one of those little electrical panel things, uh-huh, you uh-huh. know? And I'm Did like, you name oh, a- Did you name no, a- but we should. But Now, I don't want to see a tarantula with all of its babies on its back. Well, Ooh. look, and I don't want a tarantula in my house. Don't no. get me wrong. No. But I would probably just sweep it into a dustpan and like, take you know, it I'd be like, go, go into the desert. Yes, I would take it. I would. That's one you save. Like Daddy Long Legs is a spider you save because they eat all the other little spiders. And do you know what? A lot of spiders I actually don't try to kill. Like I try, if, if I can, if I see a spider, I try to not kill it because spiders know. eat bugs well yeah but if it's a brown recluse it's oh dead. if it's oh yeah no 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 oh, i no, i had a real fucking gross one on like a ceiling one time oh. and i was peter was traveling and i had to kill it and it like jumped and i, I was like ah! 
<laughs> I was at work one day and I'm typing away and all of a sudden from the ceiling here comes this little spider Jesus like right in front Christ. of me and I was like ah! I like tissue and papered it have you ever had like a little salamander like remember we, I would get, <laughs> get a little baby salamander I've had it like twice in my office I know. and then if I catch it under a, a cup it loses its tail. It does. And it's so yeah. funny. It is funny. Anyway, so, okay. So I don't know how we got talking about all that. But anyway, yes, there have been a lot of bugs around lately. There so, um, okay, back on track. So the bo- the men seemingly are not phased, um, which I don't know if it makes me feel, you know what, if Peter would cry, at least, I think I could <laughs> like, I'd be like, nope, now I've got to like toughen up. Yeah. But I just like I'm lying around watching Netflix and crying on the Peloton. <laughs> I know. And I've got to get my shit together. I know. I was like, I found all the letters yesterday that, um, you know, so part of the senior project our school did was have friends or family write letters to our children. And so they got them on the day of graduation practice and everything. And so Brooklyn had texted me and told me that, um, well, that's the thing. She didn't tell me anything. She's like, yeah, I got the letters. I'm like, and how did they make you feel? She's like, oh, I totally cried. Oh. And I was like, you did? And then, um, of course, I've been asking to see them for like, you know, she's only been graduated for like a week and a half. So finally, they made them into the uh, into the into the house this week and so I found them yesterday on the corner of the island and so I was like going through them and I was like oh my god Dale's like and I'm like reading them like this and Dale's sitting on the couch and he goes are you okay and I'm like yeah <laughs> I just like crying like these are so amazing and um, and I called her and I was like oh my god these letters are so amazing she's like they are and those are and they put them in really nice um, plastic to keep so they'll be you'll keep them forever and we had actually a timeline from her kindergarten day. It's in my closet. I keep forgetting to pull it out, but they said pull it out like graduation day or so. Anyway, there's all kinds of stuff. Jack went back to his elementary school because he's been here since elementary uh-huh. in the same school district. And there, I, I need to show you a picture. There was this kid. So they have all the seniors who are at that elementary school go back to the elementary school. Oh. And then they have a young kid there, like make a sign for them. So he made like a congratulations, Jack. And literally this little kid, and I mean, how would they know? This little kid looked like a little Jack. Oh, that's it was, so Jack's cute. like, oh my God, he could have been my little brother. It was, I was like crying over that, crying. I mean, it's just crazy. Just crazy. Okay. So I think we've talked it to death. The point is, yes. if you think you're ready, you are not. Um, invest in <laughs> lots truth. of Kleenex. Yes. Um, don't expect your husband to be there with you emotionally. He will not be. Um, he might be, but they were playing all the songs and like Dale's like, should we play some of Brooklyn's songs? Like, you know, Barney songs that she used to love that oh, we'd God. play for her all the time. I'm like, absolutely not. And then he's like, what do you want us to do? I go, nothing. I don't want to listen to anything because oh, we were God. just driving to graduation because everything was making me cry. Then when we were at graduation, they played one of my favorite Coldplay songs. And it was um, the song that they played when I went on the sixth grade um chaperone trip to Catalina Island and all the kids were having to put uh, wetsuits on and they were all crying they were miserable and they had to go out into the ocean and they're playing this Coldplay song and I was like this is so fun and I'm like (laughs) The kids are all sobbing, and I'm like, "Get it together! Just put it on and go." Uh, and it was hilarious. You so. know what? I wish I, I wish I had gone to Catalina when I was in Me eighth too. grade. They canceled our sixth grade camp for crying out loud. Aww. Anyway, so I, they played that at graduation. I was like, "This is sad." And then Nicole called me for a debrief <clears throat> the day after, and she's like, "Can you talk?" I'm like, "Yes." And so uh, we were talking, and I was telling her how Bailey did this amazing video of them throwing their hats, and then I paired it to their senior song, which 
which is good riddance. You know, I, I hope time you of your it. life. I'm hope. crying now. <laughs> I that made me cry. And then they threw the hats right when he was saying, "I hope you had the time of your life." I was like, "Oh my god, here it goes again." The yeah. waterworks. It was. It's. It's been an absolute roller coaster of emotion. You know what song would like make me cry right now? What? Because you talked about songs when you were little. Hut dog, hut dog, hut diggity dog. Uh, it's yeah. a brand new day. I love, we were just talking about That's that. The Mickey, the Mickey Mouse, Mouse song. The Mickey yes. Mouse Clubhouse. Yes, I remember. I love that one with Goofy. That was oh, his song. I did. Um. Anyway, I just, it's, um. so yeah, it's a shit show. You can try to prepare. You will probably not be prepared. Just, you know, hunker down. I, we'll have to give an update like six months from now. Like, if, like how like, we're doing and yes. did we like... Yes. Get over it. Has life gone on? Right. I mean, and I'm, I am going to actually, it's funny. One of my, so there's a woman in our industry who I, um, who I know really well. She owns a third party administration firm out of, um, Oklahoma city and she's tough as nails and she has two older kids. And I, I was like, Shannon, when, uh, when the kids graduate, like how, how'd you do? She's like, Oh, I like didn't leave my room for an entire day. I was in my bed sobbing. She's like, not crying, sobbing. And I it's- was like, fucking thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because yeah. you are a strong, badass woman mm-hmm. and you did not hold back. You weren't no. like, oh, it's gonna be fine. And then and everything. She was like, no. you will be in your bed for a solid day crying. Yeah. You know? That's how it's been. Just it's a lot of emotion, just figuring things out. And now it's just like, I don't know. It's and of course, Dewey's like, what is he doing? He's like mm-hmm. barking outside. He's like, he's, I swear to God, he, he, between him and my children, like they're so tuned into my emotions. Like he knows that I'm, <laughs> that I'm sad. So he's like trying to get into the room anyway. So All right. Well, should we oh, do one? Yeah, we could do one good thing. Want to do one good thing? Yes. Okay. What's your one good thing? Actually, it's the staycation that my husband booked oh. for us. And what was so cute is uh, Friday, I had I got up in the morning. I talked to you. I had some coffee. I sat in silence, just like reflecting on the day before because I was still super emotional from graduation. And then I had a manicure pedicure. And so on my way to manicure pedicure, I called the resort and I'm like, hey, do you have early check-in? Because I think your check-in's like three. They're like, actually, it's four. But he goes, we had a mass exodus this morning. I think we have a room for you and it's like 11 at this time he's like yeah come on over and we're gonna upgrade you to a king suite so it was like this little apartment it was like a bedroom a bathroom and like a little and you know we need to it's scottsdale plaza resort yes by the way they're amazing it is it is one of the best spots it's an older property but it's super spacious you're not on top of everybody there's a million people they just like refurbished a lot of it it's really pretty actually it's like right in the heart of scottsdale i love it and it's not a million dollars no i mean it is affordable that's why i was like we're staying the people are super nice who run it yes so oh, it was so much fun. That yeah. was my best, best thing. I was like, as soon as we got there, I didn't even care. Like, we were sitting in the living room. We're watching Parks and Recreation, which we've never seen before. So we're watching that, and I'm like, and I, I'm just sitting there, and I look at my husband, and I go, this is lovely. I just need to just do this. Just hang out. And we have the – honestly, Scottsdale is, like, the best place to go for really, vacation. We are it lucky. really is. We are so lucky. We had the kids come join us on the Saturday, hang out at the pool with just us Just for a few hours, though, right? Yeah. And you're like, And I'm like, the- and you're going home. Yeah. And you're gone. <laughs> yes. And you're gone. So my one good thing is um, I am going to New York for my birthday um, for it's a it's a pseudo work trip, and um, 
And the coolest thing is that I'm going to have dinner with one of the only two black female CEOs of a Fortune 500 company. That's so amazing. On the night of my birthday. And I have been stalking her and like reading everything I can about her. And um, she's like the Michelle Obama of the finance industry. That's so awesome. She's like, she's superstar status. So so um, so I'm I'm super excited. And I'm going to see some of my girls from like the finance industry and. Um, I think we're going to try to go karaokeing. That will be fun. Hopefully I wonder if we can get the Sunda to go out karaokeing with us. Try. She they might be like, um, I run one of the <laughs> largest corporations. Well, like, we won't take pictures of you. Just come with us. But, like, you should probably karaoke with us. I know. All right. That would be so awesome. But anyway, so I think that's going to be really – I'm super, super, super pumped for that. So right, good. Anyway. Well, and I have one mom hack that I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast about cooking food. Yeah. So one of my very favorite things, and this is what you're supposed to By the way, to I was do. just watching the Duggar documentary right before you got there, uh-huh. which is, like, so disturbing, by the way. Oh. But they cooked, like, 10 pounds of, um, like, casserole. Every time they like cook. Really? Yeah, because you have that many people that you I need know. to feed. Gosh, anyway, so, so go ahead. Lame. So anyway. And it looked gross, but oh. go ahead. Um, and I love casserole, actually. I do love casseroles. The older I get, the more I like them. When I was younger, not so much, but I'm like, I'm making a casserole. And Del's like, really? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So whenever you're like making a filet or a nice steak or something, you need to bring it out of the refrigerator, keep it covered, but bring it up, not to room temperature where it's warm, but take the chill off of it because that's how you get the nice medium on the inside oh. without overcooking the outside and having it blue on the inside blue rare so you have to be able to bring it up so what i do is i put um I that always, would not work with dewey in the house i know you had to like, i'd have to put it in the microwave yeah not in microwave it but just to yeah keep it just from it. so and i always like a little bit of wishishire on it on mm-hmm. both sides and then i put my secret ingredients of everything and i just bring it up to room temperature and i i say room temperature i don't mean bring it warm don't set it out for 10 hours don't put it under a heat lamp no you just bring it up so it's not chill like you take the chill off of it and that's, that's how you get the so nice medium smart. In the middle. It's so, it turns out perfect every single time. Oh my God, you're so smart. All right, I'm giving two mom hacks related to this podcast. And one is if you have young kids, here are your, my two mom hacks for you. And actually, it probably works for like even old kids. But, um, but when I was young, I used to get like, it, I was like really under a lot of pressure when the kids were younger and, you know, between work and them and just it was a lot. And I would get, I would get mad, like I would fly off the handle easily. And so I, my mom hack is you're the adult. If you feel yourself starting to lose your cool, like all you have to do is just walk away, Mm -hmm. just walk away. Now you Mm -hmm. can't necessarily leave like a six month old in a bath, you know, and walk away. But like, for the most part, you can't like your your kids freaking out, leave, leave them in their crib, walk Mm -hmm. away, like, like make sure they're safe. But then like, it's okay to like walk away. Right. And get yourself under control. And then um, and then my second mom hack would be just, you know, those like the little things are the things that are the best things. Mm-hmm. And so when you're doing the little things like taking them to a splash pad or, you know, just hanging out with friends at the park or, uh, you know, teaching them, you know, how to swim or ride a bike, like just take a take two seconds just to be like, this is awesome. It, and like, put exactly it in your memory it. bank. Yes. That's exactly it. Anyway, so that's it. Okay. Well, girl, we made it it through. Yes. Kind of. (laughs) So cheers to us. Cheers. And press and hold. Press and hold. Bye. Love you all. Love you.